worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host... Paul Jameson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the John Deere booth here at the Equip Expo. My special guest today from Chicago, Illinois, John Pajak. <laughs> hey, Paul. How you doing, man? Close enough. It's close <laughs> enough. I'm in the on the Indiana side, but, you know, Chicago is easiest to find. You can see the skyline from, from oh, the absolutely. right angle. Yeah, you can see the, the whole skyline of Chicago. We're right... We're just south of the Great Lake Michigan, only two minutes away from the border of Illinois, uh, but we're still Hoosiers. So, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, well, how's your Equip Expo going, man? It's it's fantastic. It's been amazing. You know, like just all the uh, meetups and events and seeing everybody. It's kind of like a every year we get to do a reunion in in some sense where you see people that you you met over the years, mm-hmm. and then you could just come back together and. You know, re- reignite uh, old uh, <laughs> friendships and everything. So it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah, and um, you're you were the man of the people at the morning show out uh, fielding the Q and A's. How did you think the morning show went? Oh man, every year it just keeps getting better and better. Not only is the turnout better, I think, but it's it's also the production value because like all everybody that's on stage, you guys are always very good. You know, there's always excellence in broadcasting there. Uh, but the fact that Equip sees the importance of our community and keeps building it and they keep adding like this year we had lights. Did you see Robert? Yeah. The, the, the tech guys, you know, there's Robert, Maurice and, and uh, Jesse. They're all behind the scenes and they're making sure all our audio quality is amazing. The lights, you know, they added the lights this year. So we had stuff flashing. we have the different uh, TV screens because the crowd's so big that in order to see everybody, they have to have screens off to the left and right so that everybody feels comfortable. They're not all like, what's right. going on? So it feels very immersive now, and it's very, it's just, just getting better Excellent. and better. If you do something, do it well. The morning show is just fantastic. The yeah. content turned out amazing. Yeah, Evan Cox. I mean, you got to throw a lot of credit to him because he's been helping that show particularly just grow and grow and be better every single year so uh, a lot of people a lot of hands in the pot to you know to make a light work of a big production like that totally what's your plan for the rest of the equip well we uh t- for today like we've had a lot of different things i'm not going to go back in the past but here's what we're like what i'm looking forward to is tonight the rally yeah and it's amazing that we were able to get it at the yum center this year for our venue and uh, that 
every year, that's always kind of like the highlight for me because, you know, with Naylor, uh, Talia Farrow, we, we, we're all friends. We help, help him out. Um, but it allows us as a community to get together, see each other, spend some time, just have a great event. And this year being at the Yum Center, there's no conflict of, well, I want to go see the headlining concert. You know, like last year, they right. had Trace Atkins, and, but that was at 4th Street Live. So we had some people peeling out because I'm like, yeah, I wanted to go too. But this year, they kind of combined that. They kind of, they kind of stopped that uh, from happening by taking the venue, our venue the, the, with the rally, and putting that in the same place where the, like, the Third Eye Blind concert's going on tonight. Mm-hmm. So that's just, it's going to be an amazing place. Last night, Naylor and I, were, we went to dinner and we had to walk through the Yum Center and we we're kind of checking out. We we're looking at the, the entrance. We got our own special entrance to go in. And uh, it's just going to be fantastic. So really looking forward to that. Uh, You've been coming to the show for so many years, John. What's been your most memorable moments? There's been so many. Like, really, I, I know that sounds kind of cliche, but there's been so many moments. It's hard to kind of pinpoint some of them. But like I said, a lot of it is the community meeting people because most of us, uh, that's especially when like I started coming, we would kind of rally around the social media aspect of it. Like Facebook at the time was like the way to find out about things. And we would talk about things in Facebook groups and it's like, Oh, we're going to, you know, before road to equip and all these other specialized groups, we would just go in there and we'd be talking about our businesses. And it's like, Hey, what's the next big thing that we're doing? We're going to, you know, the Equip Expo mm-hmm. used to be called something else, but it's still the same heart is mm-hmm. still here. And actually, I think things have just gotten bigger and bigger over time. And uh, just being able to meet with those people, meet them face to face. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, I see the guy typing and uh, no, it's like, hey, we actually have real conversations. We have the real people. This is their business. Oh, hey, you know what? You're doing the same thing I'm doing. How about do you have any secrets? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what's your secret sauce? What's your, what is your, um, what's the big things that helped you be successful? And it feels like when you come to a, an event like this, people, it's not that they let their guard down, mm-hmm. but they're, because they're tangible, it's like real people. I could reach out and touch you. We're more willing to share. Exactly. We're more willing to share our experiences and our, and like how we run our businesses. When you talk to people like either back home and there's no, um, like, I don't want to say not community, but, you know, you're meeting somebody cold. There's no, nothing to help break the ice on that. It's like, I don't walk up to a guy at the gas pump that has another company and go, hey, man, what are you using? What, what chemicals are you throwing down or whatever? It's like, they're just like, nah, I ain't talking to you. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, besides the, you know, being able to, actually meet the people that are in our community, being able to interact with, uh, you know, the manufacturers, the builders of the equipment that we all use every day. It's totally, it's a unique experience because, you know, you could walk up to any one of these booths, like you could come into the John Deere booth where we're at right now, and you might be able to talk to like the president 
he might be here. Or you talk to the guy that actually designed exactly the, the mower, and then you talk to him. This has happened in the past. It's like, you know, it'd be really, it's like, hey, how's it going? You know, how do you like our machine? Oh, I love this thing. You know, it'd be really nice is if, like, maybe you move this lever just a little bit. And the great thing is, it's like, yeah, obviously that's not just something that could happen very quickly. But it, when enough people interact with the actual end user, they will, the most companies that are, that are smart, that are react, they'll, they'll react to what their consumer needs. And this is like a great place to be like, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice maybe if you had a cup holder on this thing. I mean, something silly. I'm just putting that out. But, you know, there's been innovations that are, um, that have been here where it's transformed a Gen 1 machine into the Gen 2 machine. And like, you know, I'm saying like John Deere, like, the different uh, decks and things, you know, it's because they listen to their people and that's why they have quality equipment. Totally. Switching gears a little bit, uh, profits with Paychex really helping a lot of people. You personally, we did like a four hour call years ago that ultimately led me to realize I need to raise my prices because <laughs> I wasn't hitting the, the financial goals that, um, you know, it was, it was a disaster back in the day and until you helped me, you're, you're a nerd with spreadsheets. <laughs> And I can tell you now on the other end of that, of knowing my numbers and having profit and having margin and having a, a whole new set of problems. When you make a bunch of money, it's like we had a guy ask a question today. He's like, what do I do with all this money, mm -hmm. you know, for investing and, and things of that nature? And so guys are in this industry crushing it. Yeah. Earning a bunch of money. Um, and then there's other guys that are struggling um, just because there's disorganization. It's not that there's a lack of customers unless you're really in a rural 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 area but if you live you know where i live in atlanta or dallas or florida come on somebody there's money to be made but 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 let's talk let's dive deeper into the number side of this business john sure yeah it, it, the profits of paycheck is the podcast and then the program that you mentioned that was the it was before it even had a name but it's the budgets break even the right. bottom lines workshop and uh that again yeah that really helps people you know, generically know their numbers, but it really boils down to uh, there's so many uh, business owners that just don't understand even things like their payroll. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, if you pay somebody 15 bucks an hour, what you know, insert the number, it doesn't right. matter, but arbitrary number of $15. When you're budgeting and trying to f calculate what your, uh, your, your price per hour is going to be, Mm -hmm. You're not going $15 an hour because you're not, you got to include the labor burden, which is all the FICA taxes, the, your, you know, your social security, your um, Medicaid all those things, your uh, state unemployment, you know, and then if you also, you know, like there's the basic stuff mm -hmm. where that $15 now becomes say $18, mm -hmm. depending on where you live. It varies state to state. I'm not going to get too deep on it, but also, if you let's just say you have fringe benefits where you have health insurance, you offer dental or you have a retirement plan or there's some other benefit that you offer to your guys. Well, that needs to be baked into their price, mm -hmm. like their cost per hour. So that $15 an hour guy after taxes and all these other things, the contributions that the business must make uh, tax wise. You also, if you offer benefits, that has to be tapped in there too. Mm -hmm. So that $15 an hour guy might end up being $27 an hour and your, your worker would see that and he's like, dude, I don't make 27 bucks an hour. It's like, I understand that. 
your take-home pay is based off of that $15 an hour. All the uh, benefits that we apply for you to make this a great working place to work at, that is, you know, baked into that. So, yeah, it, it might cost $27 when we bill out. That's how we would bill that out. Uh, and, then, and obviously, you're not just billing out for labor. Mm-hmm. You have to remember all your overhead costs, direct job costing. So if you're doing a mulch job, for example, mm-hmm. what does that mulch actually cost you? And then what are you marking it up to to make profit off the mulch itself? You got to have that built in with your overhead, your equipment recovery. You know, some guys still do mulch jobs just with a wheelbarrow and a shovel or a rake or whatever. That's pitch a total fork. pitchfork. You know, it's totally, that, that's totally fine. You don't have to have like say a, a mulch mate or a, a big piece of equipment or a, a mulch blower, mm-hmm. you know, those are amazing pieces of equipment. But um, you, you, for you as the, as the business owner, you have to understand all of the expenses that you incur just to open the doors every morning. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to, you know, quote unquote, know your numbers because if you don't, it's so easy to be super busy all the time. And then you're working and you're like waiting for the cash flow to come in. And then when it comes in and then you pay your bills and everything, you're like, what is going on? I have no money left. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and one of the fundamental mistakes is not understanding what you really need to be charging for each individual uh, service that you have. What gets overlooked, and this is completely confidential, so we're not going to share names and business names and everything like that, but John's worked with a lot of uh, lawn care and landscaping business owners, and of course, we're not going to uh, we're not going to shout out their names or anything like that, but keeping it anonymous, what are the areas you see overlooked when you are going fine with a fine comb, you know, uh, scrubbing through people's numbers? What's being overlooked and, and where they're like, oh, I didn't realize I was spending so much money on that? Mm-hmm. Some, I, I'll tell you the number one thing, and it's it should be like not the fine-tuned comb. It should just smack them right in the face, is the owners aren't paying themselves, mm. which is crazy because they think that their, their paycheck is just the profit. Mm-hmm. And that's not true because if you're operating your business like that where you're like, well, whatever's left over is mine, it shouldn't be that way. It's like, yeah, whatever's left over is yours. But you should also be calculating, I need to make 20 bucks an hour because I need to pay myself to take care of my household. You know, whatever, you know, whatever it comes out to be. Like, let's just say, you know, you need $800 a week. Well, that equates to $20 an hour at 40 hour work week if you you follow that mentality. Uh, You know, that's what you're taking home to pay for your personal life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not talking about business stuff uh, on top of you. So if you if you're running your business, you're not actually paying yourself a wage or paying yourself like a laborer does. You are really cut. You're really hamstringing yourself mm-hmm. because what happens when you go out of the you take try to take yourself out of that position? Well, now you're going to start realizing like, well, I got to pay this guy 20 bucks an hour. Right. And you're not prepared for it. Now you're like trying to call Miss Herfner and be like, hey, we're going to have to raise prices. And, you know, we're going to we're going to go to Paul Jameson's the Green Industry Podcast and download the price, you know, increase, price increase. There letter. you go. Dynamite drop yeah. in, John. I'm just saying it's like, you know, you, it's you could use that tactfully instead of having to use it as like an, an emergency fire extinguisher. 
because that's what a lot of guys do. They, they wait until something blows up or starts on fire. And instead of preparing for that fire, they're like scrambling and just like throwing sand on it or whatever. They, they don't have a fire extinguisher in, in, in their toolbox, you know. Um, but besides the, the owners that are the owner operators not paying themselves like they should. Uh, another thing that uh, like when I start going through the fine tooth comb is excessive. Uh, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this and put it on my business account. It's like, well, what is this? Oh, that's the birthday. Uh, that's my my for my daughter's birthday. I'm going to write off all the the birthday cards and all that stuff like the for the invitation for right. the party. It's like, well, that's not a business party. If it was a business party, you could write that off. But if it's your personal party, that's a kind of a no-no. More than likely, you're not going to get caught by it. But then at the same time, you start to look at it and it's like you're incurring additional expenses that don't need to be there. And it might be, you know, you're looking at this as a short game, but like, look at some of our friends that are in this industry. Like, take uh, Corey Ballard, for example. He, when he sold uh, his business, his, it, they went back and they looked at all this. They're like, what's this expense? What was this vehicle? Oh, that's a personal vehicle. We bought that. Motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycle or whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. That's not that's not part of it. That's, that doesn't add value to the business. Like so, if you're looking to sell it in the long run, it's like guys don't think about this. It's like yeah, I'm just going to do that. That's fine. But I tr- I really believe in having a truly streamlined uh, business because one, it's simple. Instead of when you when you're looking at your your numbers, you want to keep it as simple as possible. If you have additional things that you're adding in, all it does is complicate the process. And then you're going to start going, why, why is my bottom line look so weak? Why am I, why is my bottom line not black? It's red. You know, the bottom line, the bottom line dropped through and we're in the basement right now. You know, we, we spent more money than we, we earned. We, there's something wrong here. So it's, um, there's so many different ways we could take this because like you said, I've, I really have, uh, spent a lot of time with small businesses and medium-sized businesses that are, you know, doing just about a million in uh, total revenue. And it's funny, it, sometimes the guys that are doing like, uh, you know, they're, they're cresting that million dollar mark. Mm-hmm. They still have the same problems that the, right. the guys that are, uh, you know, doing like a hundred K. Uh, and they, they just don't have the systems in place to actually manage their money properly. Yeah. And what's most interesting observation that I have is I've asked that question to John and I've also asked it to my bookkeepers, Megan and Joey, who have over 40 customers who have lawn care and landscaping businesses. I asked them the exact same question. They had the exact same answer. Mm-hmm. They said guys aren't paying themselves. So for easy math, let's say you have a $200,000 revenue business. And then they're like, oh, but I only only spent 100000 So I'm, I'm, I'm 50%. Yeah. Profit margin. I got 100% left over. Like, no, if you're, per, if you're paying yourself uh, 25000 or pardon me, seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. Then there's really only twenty five thousand left over, and 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 uh, we haven't even gotten into taxes and all that. So so you really do from day one need to set aside your salary, and there's different legalities if you're a sole proprietor or LLC. But just getting into the habit that I'm paying Paul Jameson mm-hmm. every month, and 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 he's a good worker, yeah. <laughs> but he deserves good pay. But that's calculated into 
into the to the budget. Right, because like again, like you said, the easy math, right? Mm-hmm. If you were just imagine yourself when you're doing this, be like an ex- existentially like remove yourself from the business, take yourself completely out. Who are you going to find that's going to work for free? That's like you'll get paid maybe if there's money left over. Good luck trying to find that guy. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it's like you to be you have to be honest because if you if you aren't like you know talking about this not paying yourself. If you're not doing that, you're not being honest. Mm-hmm. If you're not being honest with yourself, you that's when the, 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 the pitfalls happen. And that's when you will find that you are really, you know, like you said, it's actually $175,000 to make the 200000 with the 25000 with profit. Like you said, that doesn't even include the taxes. Now, don't get me wrong. The 25000 is going to be the one that gets taxed. It's not the whole two hundred k, but, right. you know. Uh, some guys get confused on that too because they're like, "Well, I I made a hundred k, or you know, like you said before, when they weren't paying themselves, I, I'm 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 reporting two hundred k earned, and I took you know it cost a hundred k to do it, so I got this hundred thousand. It's like you're really screwing yourself now when you come to taxes because now if you're if you're just taking all the the profit and not just writing it off or writing it up as a actual labor draw, now you're going to get taxed on that hundred k, and that's a bigger bill. And, uh, you know, Uncle Sam's going to love you more for it. Yeah. And this isn't legal advice. We have so yeah. many different, um, you, you know, there's professionals out there that will iron all of this out. My point is when you're young in business, get into the habit of paying yourself as the owner of the company. And the other thing is, if, if John, if you're like, I want to replace m- myself, well, what do you actually do? Most owners do a lot. Yeah. So you'd have to pay a lot if, if someone truly filled in for what you're doing. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to feed you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success.
Also, you know, I was just talking, John, to my buddy. He's making about a thousand bucks a month. He's in a completely different industry. He's a sheriff, but he has a he has a side hustle, and, and his, he's his first time being an entrepreneur. You know, being a business. So he's asking me. He's like, "Man, what what do I do about taxes? And what do I do about all this stuff?" I said, "Go down to the credit union or, or, or local bank." I said, "Open you up a checking account." Yes. Now he's only making twelve grand a year. You know, if if, if it keeps going the way it is, but a thousand bucks a month. I said, when you get that money from your side hustle, it's not a lawn care business, it's something else, but the principle is the same. I said, take that thousand bucks you make, put it in that account. If you have any expenses for that business, you know, pay for it out of that account, but don't go to the grocery store and buy something out of the account, don't buy nothing. And then at the end of the year, you're going to have a perfect profit and loss statement because you're going to have your 12 grand come in and then any expenses related to that is going to come out. It's going to be clean. And he obviously lives off of his sheriff's salary, mm-hmm. but it's just like if you can start day one keeping the organization, um, it, it's going to help you really know the true health of your numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also called the you know the corporate veil, and uh, what that that is, it's keeping your personal life personal, your business life business, and you don't want to be cross contaminating. So every, when you first start out, you definitely should uh, have. A separate checking account, preferably under an LLC or something like that, because if you're not doing that, people think it's really complicated to do. I like I am like Paul said, I'm not a CPA, I'm not an attorney, uh, and there's people that are smarter than me that know more than that on how to do it. But uh, you know, I just know from experience that if you're going to start even a side hustle, it's best to just go ahead. Start up an LLC. It doesn't take much. You might have to pay a fee with the, the secretary of the state of your town, of your state uh, to get your business registered. And it could just be like ABC LLC, whatever it is, you know. And then that allows you to get that tax ID number. It doesn't matter if he's making a thousand dollars a month or if he's making a hundred thousand dollars a month. It just makes it easier, like you're saying, to keep that your finances clean. Mm-hmm. Because like what I said before, it's, we call it the, the corporate veil. When you start to, um, it just, this is almost opening you up to liability. When you start crossing over personal and, and business uh, funds, it's called piercing the corporate veil. And then they, it could possibly open you up to, if somebody sues your business, they could actually go after your personal assets as well. Because if you don't keep clean numbers, then whatever. But, you know, you make a great point. You know, just opening up that that checking account and just operating out of that for the business expenses, because that's really how we should be doing business in general. Uh, I could go a deeper level with that, where instead of just having one business account like us, we have multiple. Yeah, we have so like, do I. We have like twelve different, uh, you know, checking accounts, and they're itemized for each different thing. Like we have ones for taxes and. Yeah, we can dive into that because I've read Mike Michalowicz's mm-hmm. book, Profit First. He suggests five, which would be your income. So all the money, any money that comes in, whether it's cash, check, Venmo, PayPal, yep. Wise, whatever your thing is, it goes into that account, income. Then you have a second account. This is Mike Michalowicz's plan. Um, you have one for your operating expense. You have one for your profit. You have a fourth account for your owner's pay. And then you have your, your tax account. Mm-hmm. And you just, you, what he does is he, it all the money goes in and then he gets dispersed twice a month into those accounts. Um, I have a hybrid of that. I have, I have three accounts. So I have my income account, all my money goes into that one. 
I immediately take a percentage that my, my professionals know my business say, take this percentage of your revenue, which I don't want to share that number because it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. And, and, and I know my numbers and I know what that number is. So I'll take that percent. Let's say a $10,000 job gets done. I, then I take that uh, percentage and I put it in the tax account immediately. Mm-hmm. So when quarterly taxes are due, I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, so you have tax account from, uh, for me, operating expense, and then income. So I'm, I do a hybrid of Mike McCallis, but you do 12, John. Yeah. I, what I, in I, the world? Well, because see, you know, I'm a, I was certified, Dave Ramsey certified financial yeah. coach, and Dave Ramsey always has the envelope system. Yep. When you look at Mike McCallowitz and you see the similarities between that, it's just kind of like a modern day uh, envelope system, right? So the thing is, like what you said, Paul, you know, if you're going to use the bank accounts, instead of stuffing cash away under, you know, in mm-hmm. envelopes and putting it away with business, it's a little easier to have it mobile, you know, f- very fluid. Um, I still have cash accounts, you know, but that's, uh, and I don't mean like I, get paid cash and I hide it. I don't. Everything gets reported. Even when I get cash, it gets reported into our P&L and our balance sheets. But um, uh, using that same methodology of like the profit first structure, you know, that income, my goal is like everything comes in and then let's say once a week, I make that go from whatever the balance is and I make it zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the first thing we do right off the tip is we have sales tax that we have to pay. That goes in its own account. We have two separate accounts for taxes. One's for sales tax for Indiana and the other one's federal tax. So I have two tax accounts. Uh, that keeps it clean so mm-hmm. that I know which is which. Is which. Uh, you know, again, owners pay. You've got your equipment replacement. That's one big one that we have. Uh, we also have uh, payroll, our... Um, our marketing budget, I have a specific account just for marketing. I have, because we're a fertilization weed control company, I have one just for supplies. So it's like at a glance, like we have the several other ones that um, are slipping my mind right now. But like the big goal, like I said, mm-hmm. for the money management, our cash flow is amazing because we're getting paid. Like I bill out daily. Mm-hmm. So we're always getting we're getting a high churn of money. It's basically like on a Monday is basically the only day that like money's not coming in. So what we end up doing is like, I'll have that money in there. And on a Monday, I will take that income account and zero it out completely and put it into those other funds. That way at a glance, the whole reason behind this, it's, it's just a, a nice little organizational way because like when I log into my bank account, I could at a glance, I could see all the balances on one page and I could go, yeah, we got, we're good for payroll. We're good for, I'm like, oh, you know what? It looks like maybe we need, you know, we have a, a, a piece of equipment that we're going to be purchasing. Are we on track? Are we, at the rate that we're going, are we, tr- are we putting enough money away to, to buy that? Mm-hmm. Or do we have the money for it? Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's a, just a great way to, at a glance, know where your business really stands. Because if you have it just in one account, this has happened so many times oh, man. where it's like, and we're just talking business. Everything goes into one account and you've got, say, $25,000 no in way. that account, right? And you're like, I got 25K sitting here. I'm good. You know? And then you, then it's like, all right, well, I got to pay payroll. All right. I got to pay the rent. Oh, I got to pay the insurance. The insurance. Premium. I got to pay this, that, and the other. And then by the time you're like, oh, man, I, got, I need 5K. I'm 5K in the hole. I don't have this $5,000 
to do whatever it is. And it's like, you're short. It's like, how did we go from 25,000 in the bank to now we're absolutely broke? And, uh, you know, it's not, it's like I said, this whole system doing it that way, it's just a a, a quick way to really see where your money's at. And it's a more accurate way because the worst thing in the world, and I know you know this, is you pay everything else and then you realize you owe the tax man and the tax man does not wait. Their their uh, interest, their penalties are (coughs) extravagant. You you do not want to get behind. And we have people listening in different countries. And so in in the United States, our federal taxes is called, we call them Uncle Sam. It's not, we don't really have an Uncle Sam, the IRS, (laughs) but their, their penalties, if you get behind like and I'm, I'm throwing out fictitious numbers, but let's say you get behind five grand, you don't know five grand because they're going to charge you penalties, yeah. then they're going to charge you interest, and then the next, you know, I don't know how the system works, but that five grand is going to turn into eight or nine grand like that. It can yeah. if, if if you let it go by. So that is, you have got to be on top of that. And then there's just the moral and the legality things, you know, need to pay the tax. Yeah, it, it's terrible because, like you said, it's really not the interest that gets you; it's the penalty fees. Mm-hmm. Because they're savage about it. Um, yeah. And but, they do have things like a first-time abatement. If you are behind, you could. There, there's possible ways. But the goal isn't to get out of that mess. Um, the, the goal is to avoid it uh, by being proactive and being intentional to charge our customers enough so that we can set the money into a tax account and make sure Uncle Sam's paid on time. Yes. To set the money on, on the owner's pay to pay the salary for John Pajak and Paul Jamison and fill in your name, to set the money aside, to get the nice piece of equipment. We, I prefer cash. So, yeah. Hey, I want to get a new, I just bought a new F-150 uh, cash. I was like, you know what? I want an F-150. I put it on my vision board. I had savings. I saved, I saved, I saved. I talked to Megan and Joey, my bookkeepers. They looked at all the ratios and margins and they said, go for it. And I yeah. walked in there. I, I was a shrewd negotiator, but I, I, I told the guys like, I'll give you this amount. And uh, he was like, deal. So I went to the bank. I got the cashier's check. I walked in and I said, here's the money. Where's, you know, give me the keys. And I was, I was out of there like that. They didn't know what to do with me. They really didn't. Nice. He, he's, he, he didn't know. Cause you got to come with me the next time I buy a truck. Cause it's always, it always turns into like a seven hour thing. Oh, I'm talking, I'm talking a few minutes. I walked yeah. in, I was, I, I, I was like, I'm going to send you my driver's license and my insurance ahead of time. I'd like to come with the check and you give me the keys. And, and, and it was boom, boom. Nice. Boom, boom. That, yeah. That, that's, that's awesome. But, Thank you. You know, going back to the just getting back to that point of like not owing money to the you know the taxes and stuff, just being organized like mm-hmm. that yeah. that that is an essential key because if you if your money's cluttered and it's all over the place and it's jumbled and you complicate it, mm-hmm. you don't keep it simple, it causes more problems for you mm-hmm. because you know say say you know you don't even cash checks. Like you just keep stockpiling them or whatever. You know, people are going to get mad at you for not right. doing that. And then they're going to be like, yeah, I'm canceling that check. And then you're like, uh, Ms. Herfnerbler, I tried cashing your check and it didn't go through. Well, I gave it to you two weeks ago and you didn't cash it. So I thought it got lost. So I canceled it. It's like, okay. But anyway, just keep everything simple. Keep it streamlined. And you'll find that it makes your life easier. Uh, you know, just <laughs> beyond knowing your numbers and knowing what to charge it's also the cash flow not only your cash flow but your cash management is it's it's truly essential to have those skills as a business owner yeah and i think we're talking about having the business finance organized 
Um, but you also help with, you know, personal, like I, I'm, I'm just assuming that you have a household budget and you know exactly what you're spending on your rent or mortgage, on your food, on your um, utilities. And like, you already know, hey, it costs me fill in the blank to run my household each month. And we both know there's no regular month. They're all irregular because, yeah. for example, this month we traveled to Louisville. That's mm-hmm. extra money. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And what's surprising to me, too, is. Uh, before I used to just do personal budgets. I would help people get out of debt. I would do all that. And then, you know, over the past, what, seven, eight years, I Mm -hmm. started helping businesses do things. Uh, And it surprises me sometimes when I do the, uh, like I do budgets, break evens of bottom lines, which is specifically for business. Mm -hmm. And I send out a, a, it's basically a, a, a a sheet, a worksheet that they have to fill out before we even meet Mm -hmm. to, go over like, okay, I need to get an idea of your numbers. So just start collecting all this. So it makes our, our meeting more, uh, you know, it's, it makes it more beneficial. And then they start putting their personal things on the business mm. budget. Like, and I put rent and I, I've had to change it. Say business, like your shop or your, whether you mortgage it or it's rented or leased, whatever it is, but it has to be not your house. You know, it's got to be those, it's got to be specific to your business. And uh, it, it, like a lot of guys don't have, even have personal budgets, which is kind of scary because it's like, if you don't know what it costs to uh, operate your household. Hey, Eric, one second, John. I want to interview on my podcast. I'm going to be here till two. Hey, I want to interview on my podcast. Yeah. I'm going to be here till 2.30. What, what, are, are you going to lunch or can oh, I? Oh, I'm good. I'm around. Okay. I'm going to finish up with John. I'm going to grab okay. you next. Thanks, Eric. All right. Sorry about that. We're here at the John Deere booth, and I, I'm, I'm supposed to interview them, and Payjack no. hopped on for a quick question. No. And now I got him in the zone. So so keep going. Guys yeah. are putting their household rent on their business budget. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to incorporate that because they don't know. They don't have a personal budget. Yeah. And it's like if you don't know how what it costs for your household to operate – you don't know what it co- what you actually cost as the business owner oh, man. on your on your payroll, you yeah. know, because like for some guys, they're like, oh, if I get, you know, if I pay myself 20 bucks an hour, it's like, dude, you're wearing more hats than 20 bucks an hour. Right. You know, what is what? Like we said before, what if you start replacing yourself? Well, this guy's going to need to make 20 bucks and this guy's going to need to make, you know, like, hey, we've got a marketing guy in house or something. What do we got to pay him? You know, uh, and, and there's a piece, Dave Ramsey. Go, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, no. please go. Dave Ramsey talks about financial peace. Yes. And when your money's in order and there's something called margin, yeah. like you got you, you got more than enough mm-hmm. for that new piece of equipment. You can just buy it. And you got money left over. You have more than enough to pay your rent. You got money left over. You got more than enough to, you know, live whatever. Sure. There's peace. You sleep peaceful at night when all that money is in order. So mm-hmm. it starts with the household budget. And then from there in the business, we need it clean and uh, organized. Absolutely. Like I've, I've literally had to change things over. It keeps everything keep, always adapts. We always learn new things. We always realize like maybe we don't have the most perfect system and it would be beneficial to do this. And there's been quite a few guys that uh, go through the program. And then it's like, you know what? Here, I need to give you a household budget too. Mm-hmm. Like this is here's the template for that, and figure this out. You know, because it, it not only gives you peace, but your whole family and your whole household. Because you know, many guys they're married. You know, they have or they have a significant other that lives with them. When you could 
especially when you're struggling. And I'm talking to the guy right now that's having a hard time just getting getting standing up. You know, he might be slipping and falling uh, financially because he's he just just can't seem to get up. If you could take a step back and you could really look at what it costs you to operate your home and you get that in line, it brings peace to you and then your significant other as well. Like your wife is going to feel so much better. She's going to be feel she could breathe because a lot of times, and I've said this many times, when you have a budget, people start to freak out and they're like, you're making me do things I don't want to do. But they don't realize that budget gives them freedom, freedom. to spend freedom. money. It gives them freedom of not worrying. It gives you that calmness and oh, yeah. knowing that everything's going to be okay. Things don't always go as planned, but guess what? If you get you know, smacked on the side and it kind of defers you a little bit, it's really easy to course correct. Mm -hmm. As opposed to you don't have a plan at all, it, you get hit from the side and it's, it sends you way, way off on a tangent. Mm -hmm. And it takes a really long time for you to come back. So start out with doing that. Make sure that you've got peace in your household. And obviously I know that that's, you know, some guys are like, well, I'm, I'm solely independent. I am the house, I'm the breadwinner and this is the only thing I have. It's like, I understand that. Get that straightened out first and then start working, doing, do triage on your home budget and then move on to your business mm. because then you can focus just on your business which is the which is going to be that fuel it's going to be the one that supply it, it's going to be the jet fuel that uh not only feeds your business and propels it to another level but it's also going to take care of your household mm -hmm. and uh that's you really have to start looking at it from that way you once you start once that starts happening it's like tumblers on a lock mm -hmm. you're 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 locked out right now right mm -hmm. but you start solving these problems one by one one tumbler at a time and they start falling into place and click there oh it opened up it's unlocked you've got freedom and you feel so much better your business is going to actually take care of you as opposed to you taking care of your business well said john how can people connect with you and uh, the Profits with Payjack Profits with Payjack podcast? We're on uh, Profits with Payjack is on every single uh, major uh, <laughs> what's the supply? podcast platform. Podcast platform. Thank you. I got to re refine that a bit. Uh, but JohnPayjack.com. They could reach out to me. Uh, take you know budgets break even's a bottom lines course, or you, I even offer yard book training courses. Uh, you could reach out there. Just out of okay, yeah, go ahead. We're, we're audio only now. Okay. Do you want to hold up or? No. no. Okay. We're, we got, I got to interview John D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but JohnPayjack.com. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, also on all socials, it's basically just John Payjack. So Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want, John Payjack. Well, thank you very much, John. And uh, we are. Also wanted to express our, express our gratitude to John Deere uh, for bringing us uh, this awesome time and space, the podcast here in their booth at the Equip Expo. So thank you to our friends, partners at John Deere. It's very awesome here. It's very really cool space. I'm glad we we're here. Amen. Thanks for stopping by. No problem, Paul. Thank you. time catching up with my boy john payjack from up there in indiana 
Well, if you missed out on the Equip Expo, uh, they're running it back next year. Uh, 2023 was record-breaking. 27,000 people attended the show. Um, they, they basically broke all the records, so I'm looking forward to 2024, and they've already opened the uh, registration back up. So if you want 50% off your tickets, uh, use coupon code PAUL uh, when you reserve your Equip Expo tickets. I think that's only $12.50 if you register now. So they've opened registration up early uh, for the big 2024 Equip Exposition. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that already. And you want to know what else I'm looking forward to in 2024, Mr. Producer? Got a sense it's going to be a good year. That's right. The Lawn Care Life Conference is coming back to Sweet Home, Alabama. Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut. Jason, Roll Tide Creole, Naylor Taliaferro, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Jeremy Vest, myself, Jeremiah Jennings, many, many others going to be headed to Springville, Alabama. So this event is going to cover how to get out of the truck, if that's what you desire, and be working on your business, not just in your business, but how to get a uh, fine oiled machine, a, a, a profitable, effective, efficient lawn care or landscaping business. Naylor's going to be talking about route density. Jeremy Vest is going to be teaching on uh, marketing. Alan Haynes is going to be talking about uh, kind of the future of all the uh, situations we are facing with robotics and electric uh, equipment and 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 how uh, all, that's ha- all that's affecting our industry and how we should be approaching that. Uh, Jason and I are going to be there. We're going to also talk about knowing your numbers, how to um, truly take control of, of the finances in your business. Um, Jeremiah Jennings is going to be there. We're going to have podcasting going on. Um, it's going to be a good time. So um, it will sell out. I'm uh, anticipating shortly. Um, the dates are February 23rd through 24th. Um, it's at Matthews Manor, which is a hundred acre property um, that the Creole family owns or Jason's wife, Tracy family owns uh, Matthews Manor there in Springville, Alabama. Um, we're going to have some equipment there you guys can ride, um, all kind of mowers, power equipment, stuff like that. So uh, reserve your seat today before this event sells out. Again, it's the 2024 Lawn Care Life Conference. It's on a Friday, February 23rd. We'll have dinner uh, for you on Friday, February 23rd. And then all day Saturday, I will have breakfast for you, lunch, dinner, uh, speakers, education, of course, fellowship throughout the day and some time to uh Ride and drive, uh, you know, hang out outside on the 100 acres and, and try some new equipment, all of that. So uh, reserve your seat today and hope to see you in Sweet Home, Alabama. For the Lawn Care Life Conference, if you want to register, the link is in today's show notes. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activity 
activities as a lawn care business owner and never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.